Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis. This is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. And I knew when I started this podcast that I had to ask today's guest if she would join me. And I'm so happy she said yes right away. Andrea Martin is an Emmy Award-winning actress who's appeared in so many iconic films, television series, from SCTV to My Big Fat Greek Wedding. And she's a two-time Tony Award winner for her work on Broadway and the author of Lady Parts, a collection of moving and entertaining autobiographical essays. It is a must-read. It's one of my favorite books. Andrea is a New Yorker, but we'll be speaking uh, we'll be speaking with her from her second home in Toronto. So let's find out how she's doing these days, very challenging times in isolation, how the entertainment industry, as she knows it, has been impacted, and what makes her smile and brings her joy these days. What brings you joy, Andrea Martin? Welcome to the podcast. Oh, Marilyn, what brings me joy? I almost cried when you said what brings me joy. Listen, I'm so fortunate. I'm, I have a little pond in my uh, backyard, and every day around 4 o'clock, one swan, two geese, and five ducks show up, and they sit on my lawn. I used to be really annoyed that they were eating my lawn. Now I'm just grateful that they're there. See, things have shifted. Gratitude. <laughs> so I look at them and I think they don't know what COVID-19 is. They're just in the moment and surviving. And that's kind of what we all are doing, aren't we? Mm. We're all in the moment and in survival mode. And uh, it's a great lesson. I'm grateful to have them outside my window. You know, I'm really grateful when I uh, asked you to do this podcast because you said to me, and I've, I've repeated this so many times, you said, aren't you lucky that you can get up in the morning and you do the Chum Morning Show, mind you, from the basement, but I still have purpose, to yeah. have something to do every day. And I, in this isol- time of isolation, I, I, was, I wasn't sure about that at first, but I, I am sure about it now. Got uh-huh. something to do. Yeah. Well, um, I, I noticed, you know, I've spent my life fluctuating between, should I say yes to people? Should I say no? Is it going to affect my career? Is it going to affect my own personal, you know, and now, you know, what, what, no matter what anybody asks me, because I do a lot of um, great, with so much gratitude, a lot of um, what streaming shows, podcasts, like yeah. you, something yeah. for the Actors Fund, and I'm reading stories, and anyway, they're all for benefits and charities, and I just say, yes, it's such a better way to live, I find. It took me 73 years to embrace that. Look at that, 73. You look fantastic. I can see you right now. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. What do you think? I'm going to talk to you about personal isolation, but before that, how do you feel with this COVID-19 and the situation that's happening currently, how it's going to impact showbiz. Uh, specifically, I know New York is shut down right now. How, how does this affect you? And what do you think being uh, in the business for so long? What do you think? Well, gosh, I mean, as an actor in the theater, you know, in performing arts, Karen Kane just canceled at Swan Lake and um, that she directed, you know, opera, music. I, I just, you know, Marilyn, I can't even conceive how it's going to continue we depend on audiences and um you know i know i I was speaking with um nathan lane a few days ago a close friend of mine he's in the hamptons right now thank god he's safe and he said that china reopened 500 movie theaters and nobody showed up so Mm. i think it's going to take a long long i don't know what normalcy is i i just can't imagine 
people hopping back on, sitting next to somebody in a crowded theater and watching a performance. I mean, do I think it will shift? I, I sure do, but I think it's going to take quite a while. Um, mm. And I want to I want to bring this up because I think it's really important. Sure. Um, Michael Robinson did uh, an Actors Fund uh for California a few weeks ago to raise money, for, not California, for Canada, a few weeks ago to raise money for the Actors Fund. And I'm doing a lot of work for the Actors Fund in the United States. And I want people to tune into starsinthehouse.com, um, which is every day at two o'clock and eight o'clock. And Seth Rudetsky and his partner, James Wesley, host the show with Broadway stars and reunions from This Is Us to Taxi to, um, and, and so I'm coming around to SCTV. So yeah. Catherine O'Hara, Eugene Levy, Marty Short, and I will be on the show at eight o'clock, uh, April 15th. All the money goes to um, the Actors Fund. And I'm just going to really briefly say this for people out there listening who think the Actors Fund um, just contributes to actors. It's everybody in the industry. It's you. It's your son. It's box office people. It's tr it's it's ushers. It's lighting people. It's mm -hmm. actors, musicians. Everybody in the performing arts, um, you know, are so struggling. Most actors live day to day. We all mm -hmm. live kind of day to day unless yeah. we're really fortunate. So tune in any day, any day, two o'clock and eight o'clock, and the money goes to the entertainment industry. It's really important and so entertaining. Starsinthehouse.com. I can't wait. That's so great. I love the fact that we are have to think differently on how we're going to uh, um, uh, support everybody. I know that like concerts, um, you know, concerts are now being held to raise money uh, in people's living room. Elton John, you know, yeah. uh, raising a lot of money. So there's, there's different ways to, to, to raise money. Just getting the word out is, is the main thing. And that's what you've done, which is great. Speaking of SCTV, remember that yeah. time that I went to the theater and I saw all of the SCTV members with Jimmy Kimmel and Martin Scorsese was doing a documentary and that yeah. documentary is supposed to come up on Netflix. Where, where's that status? What's happening there? Well, I think like every, every, every bit of entertainment, everything's stalled, canceled. This is not canceled. It's stalled. Um, you know, we, we did that, um, that evening and now we have to, uh, or need to, um, Think about a storyline that goes around the documentary that Martin Scorsese can um, film. So it's not just his extraordinary talent filming us in chairs saying, oh, yeah, I remember in 1978. So we're, we're all trying to think of a way to uh, have a format, a storyline that's interesting besides just being interviewed. So that will be the next step. But we'll do it. Yeah, I know you will. So we have to go back to SCTV just for a moment once again to talk about um, the fact that that was a great a, a great uh, run and um, and what year did it start and where did people most see you? Just to give people some idea of the history behind SCTV because I remember watching you after Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I think it for boy. I'm okay. So now we're getting into a category. Where I'm just going to be bluffing and lying because sure, I okay. really can no, I have no retention of dates, okay, at all. Let me forget that when I was writing my book, I had to ask Marty Short the date I was married. He said, "I don't think you should be writing a book." 
<laughs> wow. I, I, I'm really, I remember my son's births. God help us. I remember those. Look, I think it was <laughs> the late seventies yeah. um, that we were on CBC or global. Oh my God. I'm bad with all these facts, but we were on after Saturday night live. I do remember that. And that was, um, yeah. So it was on NBC. Um, but now you can, you know, watch YouTube videos and their DVDs of SCTV. And it's so mm -hmm. many years ago. It's like, oh, I know. Oh, who, who the heck out there remembers SCTV? Well, everybody does. And I'm going to tell you something. So in my, in my university days, because I was at the University of Idaho, yeah. and those are the days I could stay up late, but I had to stay up late to do some studying. Although Saturday night was kind of, I didn't have a date, so I watched television, let's face it. And I would watch Saturday Night Live, and then I would catch you guys. And I thought, this is such a great show. And I have a lot of friends that, my husband included, would be on a late shift at, at med school. And that's where you know, that was, was seen. And that's where that kind of groundswell and that following happened. And, you know, I don't know how many years you were all doing it, but I tell you it, 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 every time we see it, no matter if we see it online or we see it on TV, it still brings back great memories. And that's kind of a great thing during this isolation Yeah, uh, because comfort is key, isn't it? Nostalgia yeah, laughter is, is too. Laughter yeah. is too. Yeah. I, you, know, you know, it's interesting. I'm not sure. Um, how many people are, are going to YouTube to watch it. But um, boy, I, I certainly believe what you're saying that most of the comedy really holds up because we weren't doing any political satires. We were doing mostly character stuff. Hey, have you watched, which everybody seems to be watching on Netflix, Tiger King? Not yet. Okay. Have well, you? you have watch you? Tiger King. It's <laughs> literally like an SCTV episode. Oh my God, it's it's like all the wacky, crazy characters that we did, but they actually exist. See, we uh -huh. have forty years to have that confirmation. <laughs> but that's uh, that. I'm gonna have to watch that. I hear nothing but but it's an odd pairing of a whole bunch of people that are doing some, some very strange things, and somebody gets incarcerated. I understand. Now, um, I'm gonna talk to you about uh, your sons. Where are your sons right now? How are they doing? Where are they? Uh, my sons are in L.A., where I was three weeks ago, um, and was uh, staying with them, visiting them, because I have a granddaughter, as you know, a four-year-old, mm. and I was just out there um, visiting and had no real date to go back. I was, you know, yeah, so I was in between TV shows, and so I was out there, and then around March 13th, we got the 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 rumor that LA was going to go on lockdown that Monday, which they did. So I, Marcy was there too, my sister, because she yeah. was there for a conference. God help us, and um, we flew back. We flew to Toronto uh, together on the 14th. You know. I knew at that time that Toronto, that New York was really having a tough time. And um, I, you know, live in an apartment there and on the top floor and thought, what am I going to do? Go down 17 flights, touch the elevator buttons, be in this dance area. And gratefully, thankfully, Marilyn, I had this sweet little home in Toronto. So this made more sense to come here. Yeah, it's really a tough time. New York is experiencing at the time that you and I are talking on this podcast. It is going to go through uh, two weeks of, of absolute hell right now. Yeah, uh, and know, that's I scary. The, I don't read the news anymore, and I don't watch television. I actually, uh, I can't. Uh, 
I can't process this. It really makes me um, terribly anxious and sick and uh-huh. I can't go to sleep at night. So I, I'm not watching any news. Of course you hear what you need to hear. And right. I talk every day to my dear friend, actress, Deb Monk, who's been self-isolating for three weeks. And, um, you know, she gives me bits, but uh, okay. that's what I hear. Is that, and is that the same thing in Ontario? Is that yeah. Uh, we're 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 not as intense. We are self-isolating, as you know. We're doing all that sort of thing. But there's uh, three major hubs right now: it's Detroit, uh, Louisiana, New Orleans, and New York. So now that I hear that piece of information, I'm so glad that you and Deb talk almost every day. Yeah. What do you? Every what day. are you? What are you? What's your schedule like, Andrew Martin? I know you get up early because sometimes when I email you, even in New York, and I'm doing the morning show, you yeah. respond right away. So hundred percent. What's a day in the life of, of Andrea Martin right now in Toronto, self-isolating? What are you reading? What are you eating? What are you doing? You know, I can't read. I, it's been very hard to focus. And I've wanted so much to read a book by uh, a, a sweet friend of mine. He's close, best friends with my son. His name is Sam Wasson. And um, he's written this best-selling book. And now I can't, I re- remember... Okay, have your people look up Sam Wasson. This is disgusting. It's a it's a book about the making of Chinatown. I'm looking it up. Okay, so I get up in the morning and I get down on my knees and I thank God and I say, please let me be of service today. And then I get up and usually I would weigh myself because, you know, I've spent my life in front of the camera and, and I'm self-obsessed. I don't do that anymore, Marilyn. I don't weigh myself. I don't care. How about that? Wow, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. yeah. Then I come downstairs and I make a cup of tea and I make and I toast a piece of bread that I've made actually, and um, I answer uh, emails and um, uh, that I, uh, I so I've been getting a lot of emails and or I do something online a streaming thing. I'm doing a I'm doing working with you today and this afternoon I'm doing something with a person from New York. Um, uh, and, um, then I try to clean and, uh, what I cook, I'll, I've never, I never ever cook, but now I'm learning differences in squashes. Do you know, there's a buttercup squash, a butternut <laughs> squash, an acorn squash, a kombucha squash. I don't know what the hell I'm doing with them, but I'm very proud to know that there are a lot of varieties of squashes or I don't know how you pluralize. That's it. cut. That's cut. Squ- uh, squash. I. So, and then, you know, and then I just, I look around and I'm, I listen to my, my, thank God for 96.3 classical music station here in uh, Toronto. I love that station. I love those hosts that are on the air that um, bring great levity and joy to their audience. And really, I, I'm so grateful to have that classical music, which I love. And then, you know, then I'm, I wrote a gratitude list and I'm going to, I'm going to read it to you. Can I do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So yes. I'm, I'm so grateful to Netflix, to Apple TV, to the garbage men that pick up our garbage, to this bike store, Papa Wheelie on um, Floor Street, who I, I was riding my bike a few weeks ago and both tires went flat and they came and picked it up with their gloves and masks on. I, hey, I'm grateful to Rosedale's Finest for delivering my bone broth. Thank you for that, Marilyn. You're um, welcome. I came into my home three weeks ago and there was a two inch, two inch water on the bottom of my floor in the basement. And I realized that the water heater had broken. So I had no oh. heat. And I called the company. I'm going to tell them they call seasonal home heating. 
and they sent somebody, they came in a separate door, they had a mask and gloves on, and they gave me a new heater. I mean, these are extraordinary people that will, you know, and I want to thank Gary Sarantopoulos, uh, who we know and love, for delivering me, putting it outside my door, lens cleanser for my glasses, and he took my prescription, because, you know, I came here without anything. I only yeah. have one pair of glasses. So I'm so grateful for him to drop me. My trainer, Lori Hoban, came and dropped off um, uh, some vitamin C. And, you know, people are so extraordinary. What else here? Um, I, I told you I'm cooking more. Uh, yep. Oh, you know what I'm also doing? Tell me. I'm not as wasteful as I used to be. Like I'm recycling Ziploc bags and washing them out. And I turn lights off when I, you know, I need a lot of light because... I need cataract surgery and I've got glasses on and I need a lot of light. So normally I have lights on in every room. Now I'm shutting them off when I leave the room. It's, um, wow. You're thinking differently. I am completely thinking differently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are are you wearing the same outfit every other day? I am. I am. Yeah. 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 Like I'm not wearing anything that has to be dry clean because they've all been dry cleaned. So I'm only doing wash and wear. hundred percent. And, and, and I, I, I went three days without wearing shoes. It is either barefoot or slippers. hundred percent. Right. I haven't had a stitch of makeup on for three weeks. I miss, you know, the, the glam thing, but that's, you know, fine. My hair, how about your hair? My hair is just the extensions are growing in. I said to somebody the other day, I'm going to turn into a folk singer by the, the sixth, <laughs> week. the sixth week. Yes. The, you know, I mean. You look I mean, like Joni Mitchell. I love it. She's so beautiful. And so are you. Yeah, oh, you're so sweet. I mean, you know, I'm just looking at things of what's important, what's not yeah. important, and uh, working differently and thinking differently. So would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert, really? I mean, you go up on stage and everything, but day to day. Um, I, I think I'm an introverted extrovert. I think I really love um, time by myself, and um, thank God. Uh but I love people and I love listening to people. I'm fascinated by people. Uh, but am I the kind of person that um, goes to, uh, that wants to go out to dinner or go to a party? Not so much. I don't enjoy that so much, but I like one-on-one. And um, because of Zoom, thank God for Zoom, I'm connecting every day with people, people that I haven't talked to in years from Maine. I uh, connected on Zoom and my friends here in Toronto were Zooming every five o'clock, every uh, Thursday night, Sheila McCarthy and Deborah McGrath and Jane Eastwood. How fabulous is that? What a great group of women. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good way of doing it. Now, by the way, the book by Sam Watson is The Big Goodbye. Yeah, the big goodbye. Yeah, the big on the goodbye, New York yeah. Times bestseller list. He was a kid, my son's best friend. They were in school together from um, uh, preschool on up. And oh. he was always, a, I love this kid. He always preferred, even at five years old, to be with adults. He And he's become a really close friend of mine. He's written so many best-selling books. And this is the newest one, The Big Goodbye. So it's doing really well. That's the one by your by your book stand right now. Yeah. Uh, we got some questions from people. Some of the some of them you've probably answered already. It is important to stay positive. Uh, uh, who it g- gives you the most joy? I'm going to say uh, somebody wanted to know about that. Let me guess. It's your granddaughter Chloe. <laughs> is that right? Every, every single day at four o'clock my time, one o'clock her time, we zoom and I read her 
she said, Nanny, can we read three chapters? And I said, well, Nanny can only really do two. Uh, <laughs> Nanny's voice is tired. Uh, but I read to her every day, and it brings me so much joy. She sits in front of the computer that her mom and dad have set up, and she um, writes or draws draws, um, or plays with her blocks or her Legos while I'm reading to her. And she doesn't miss a beat, Marilyn, because she knows the book Matilda that I'm reading. So I'll maybe skip a, a line Ooh. or a name, and she'll say, Nanny, or, or like the next chapter is going to be Miss Trunchbull, who's the evil headmistress. So I said, oh, Chloe, I can't wait till tomorrow we get to read Miss Trunchbull. Don't be excited, Nanny. Miss Trunchbull's evil. So she's really on top of that. That brings me so much joy. That's great. Do you go into character voices when you do them? You know, mm -hmm. I don't because when I was a young mother with my own sons and I would read them with character voices, they would always say, stop those voices. We can't understand the book. So you know what? Don't do it anymore. Don't do it anymore. Okay, let's talk <laughs> about all the characters that you've done. Let's do Broadway first. What was your favorite character to do on Broadway? What did you most look forward to when you went to work? I'd really look forward to um, going to Pippin every night, which is a musical by Stephen Schwartz and directed by Dan Paulus. And I had to learn um, how to uh, do the trapeze, uh, the traditional trapeze, no nets and just a partner. And um, I love that company so much. Talk about surviving. You know, that was because there were so many circus uh, tricks on stage. Uh, you could never, ever be thinking, what does the audience think? I wonder if they like this. How come that fellow actor is doing that? Oh, I'm so tired. You were always in the moment. If you weren't in the moment and conscious of every present moment, you'd get hurt. It was such a lesson. Uh, I love those kids, those acrobats. And they're still close friends of mine. They live in France. I, um, I hope they're doing okay because they, they're, you know, circus people tour around. And Right, um, right, right. I, I should reach out to them today. Thank you for bringing that up. I, I love that show. And uh, um, it brought me great joy. And it still does. Particularly the song I got to sing every night, which is so relevant today. It was called um, No Time At All. And, and here are the lyrics a little bit. When you are as old as I, my dear, and I hope that you never are. You will woefully wonder why, my dear, through your cataracts and catas. You could squander away or sequester a drop of a precious year. For when your best day is yester, the rest is twice as dear. What good is a field on a fine summer night if you sit all alone with the weeds? Or a succulent pear if with each juicy bite you spit out your teeth with the seeds before it's too late. Stop trying to wait for fortune and fame. Um, for fortune and fame. I forgot the lyric. For fortune and fame. For there's one thing to be sure of, mate. There's nothing to be sure of. Oh, it's time to start living. I'm not going to sing the whole song. Oh, it's a perfect song for today. It's time to start living, be in the moment, be grateful, and say yes to life. Is there one last thing you want to say before we uh, end this podcast? I'm thankful for you to say when I reached out to you that you would do this podcast. There's so many things I want to ask you, but I guess isolation makes, makes us push the reset button. The reset button for you is what? Um, what's going what's gonna to change for you? Oh, Marilyn, I hope. You know, I've always known there are two 
uh, emotions in life, fear and love. And I mostly from my life, I've, you know, wrestled with the fear thing. I hope that when this is over, and I hope now that every day I can come from a place of love and not fear. And I know it's corny, but um, it's uh, profound, really, when you think about it. it, it you can you can uh, switch fear on a dime. So I hope that. And I love you, and I love that you asked me to do this. And thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And with this one promise, when we get back on the air and everything is safe as we tiptoe back into what we think is normal... Would you co-host yeah. the show with me again on the Marilyn Dennis show? It would be my honor. Hey, Marilyn, here's right. what we should do one day. Okay. If we dare, if we dare to. Okay. When we're back on the show together, uh-huh. All we right. should come with, with our hair not done and our makeup not on and just be our GD selves and see what happens. See how we are together. Let's try it. Okay, you're on. That is the next plan. Okay. <laughs> Andrea Martin, I love you so much. I, I please wish your family uh, our very best. Jim Thank says you. hello. He loves you dearly. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Jim there now is he at the hospital? He's at the hospital right now. Um, yeah. And yeah. how how's it going there? Is it it's 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 going like it's um, you know, there's um there's a seriousness that he brings home. Uh than he that he didn't before. Like he would like like all of us, we would go to work, we'd come back and we would let it go, but he, he brings it home with him a little bit, but things are going very well at the hospital. He's, uh, the staff has been great and everyone's staying at a very good, positive. We got to get this that. done. We got to be there for everybody. Oh, so, well, God bless yeah. him. He's a, a, a savior. The Amazon delivery guys are saviors. The mm-hmm. grocery delivery guys, the shoppers, drug delivery guys. Yeah. Thank you everybody for that. God bless you. Goodbye. I love you. I love you, Andrea. Bye. Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 